Welcome to Life Coaching with Ty. You can call me Coach Ty or Coach T. This is a space where we'll simply address common issues. Hopefully, you're able to gain insight and a better sense of direction by listening to this podcast. We can discuss anything. This is a judge-free zone, so feel free to interact, okay? I pray when you tune in that the energy is inviting and not only inviting, but also joyful. And not only joyful, but uplifting and encouraging as well. I pray you leave in high spirits and just know that this is just a good vibes only. Okay, this is the zone. Good vibes. That's it. That's all. And let's see what we're going to get into for today. Hello, 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 everyone. I hope everyone is well. Okay, so this is our first episode of... I guess let's vent, okay? Let's see how it all started. Um, Let's go back to the beginning. Um, And this time I'm going to have some music playing in the back. I do not own rights to any of this music, okay? Um, The artist for today is Janae Aiko. All right, we're just going to let it ride. We're going to let it vibe. As we talk, well, as I talk, okay? (laughs) So... I'm telling my story to hopefully help someone else's story or just so someone else know that they're not alone. So if you can relate, this is for you. This is totally out of my comfort zone, um, may I add. (laughs) But let's go ahead and get into it, okay? So, um... Okay, um, the song just got me for a minute, <laughs> but I'm gonna turn it down. <laughs> All right, but seriously, I'm procrastinating because this is out of my norm, but this is what I'm being guided to do. But all right, long story short. All right. <laughs> it's not funny. It's really not funny. Um, all jokes aside. All right. I'm going to get it together. So, I was born in June 1995. All right. Um, when I was three weeks old, I had to have something that the doctor said was similar to open heart surgery um at just 21 days old so at that time they went in and they cut a ligament off of my trachea okay um and this is was because i wasn't breathing um i was i was turning blue in the face um i wasn't able to keep anything down so they had to do this surgery all right um and once that happened, I think my mom told me I stayed in uh, UVA for a while. I don't know if it was done in Duke or UVA, but it was one of them. Either way, I've been at both facilities for some reason regarding my health as a child. But um, that part is a little cloudy to me. So long story short, um, that happened. And the doctors told my mom that I will likely have, you know, complications health-wise, um, in regards to, you know, what had just taken place, okay? So once that happened, um, I shortly 
was diagnosed with asthma. Um, so I had asthma really, really badly. Like, um, <laughs> I could cough and you would, when I was, in, <laughs> it's not funny, but when I was in school and I would have asthma attacks, like I would cough and like, you could hear me down the hall. Like <laughs> you could hear me coughing to the point people used to be like, Tanisha, I heard you when I was in class. <laughs> I was just trying to make sure you was okay. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I think back then I used to be a little bit embarrassed by it, but now looking back, I mean, it just was what it was. <laughs> and from that, um, not only did I have really bad asthma, but I also, from the moment of that surgery, from a child ever since then you know i had um reoccurring pneumonia as well so so anytime that i would catch a cold or anytime someone came around me sick my immune system was so low that um any cold i got turned to pneumonia like um and not just i'm talking about not the pneumonia that you cure from home the pneumonia where you're in the hospital for about <laughs> four days to a week okay antibiotics steroids um to stay hydrated you know the iv bags fluids um because usually when you get that you don't really want to eat well i never wanted to eat um and so that that process um over and over again was it was interesting, I'd say, for the most part. Um, as a child, I never really thought that, like, I might die this time if I... I never thought that um, when I used to catch, like, pneumonia hat or had asthma attacks. Like, I don't know. That wasn't my thought. But <laughs> as, like, you know, I got older um, and doctors you know going to see different doctors they'll look at my report and they'll be like so you know this happened since then this this and they're like um <laughs> I guess I don't know I saw the fear in other doctors versus them the faith if that makes sense all right and this whole process went on until I think the last time I caught pneumonia and had to be hospitalized I was probably about Maybe 23, 23, how old am I? <laughs> All right, no, nah, I think around 23, 22, 23, 24 um, in that range was the last time that I caught pneumonia and had to be hospitalized for it. Um, and that's also around the same time I started doing different things for health um, and resulting to, you know, different things. And I'll go into that later as well. But um, when I was seven, there was a moment when um I had to get a, a I don't want to say this incorrectly a bronch <laughs> a bronchospasy yeah I ruined that I'm embarrassed <laughs> but what I knew it was I had to get a procedure done called a bronch and if you understand the bronch you can look up the rest if you need to know the rest okay um and this is where they took a tube down my nose um trying to get the fluids um the fluid the mucus or whatever it was that 
was causing me to keep having um, this double pneumonia, this reoccurring pneumonia, um, these constant health problems. Um, so after that procedure, um, and then I think soon after that, they tried like to give me the pneumonia vaccine. Um, none of it really worked. Not the procedures, neither did the vaccine stop me from catching pneumonia. Um, and I could tell to like some of my doctors was frustrated, but again, I never really lost faith in that area. Um, and then it's like, I'm saying all this to say this now, because like we're in this era that um, COVID has been introduced and, you know, pneumonia is like the fear, like that's what's taking people out of here. And it's like, when this came about, I never really, I mean, I know it's real by all means, but I never really, I'm not going to say I never really cared, but I never really, I didn't go into the panic that everyone else went into because it wasn't norm. It was everyday life for me almost. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've been there, <laughs> you know, several times and I've overcame that. Um, and so at first, you know, when the pandemic started, you know, there was, small concerns but not big concerns and then i think like a year later after covid had been out i finally caught it um and i didn't know how it was going to go <laughs> of course but um i had literally mild mild reactions to it loss of sense of taste loss of smell um you know some coughing some mucus but that was literally it um and i was fine after a few days um but, you know, I see for a lot of people how that went left. And then I'm also saying this to say, I could have, I feel like if my mindset was different, things probably could have went a little bit different, you know, for me. Um, and then I also say all this to say, <laughs> say that. So yes to the asthma complications, yes to the pneumonia, the reoccurring pneumonia, the double pneumonia, the the surgeries, um, even to the point where they wanted to remove my left lung, okay? Um, and my mom was just not for it. And I'm glad she wasn't for it because um, I clearly didn't need my lung removed. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. <laughs> but um, I guess at the time she felt like they just wanted to experiment on me, you know? Um, I guess they expected my mom to be in much of a panic and, you know, in much of a fear state like they was, you know, seeing this child with these problems year to year. Um, and I was being hospitalized not not once a year. <laughs> this was multiple times a year. OK. Um, and not only that, um, at 16, I got pregnant with my first son. His name's Aiden. He's 10 now. And. Um, when I was pregnant with him, they had to take him early. Um, I think I had him at 35 weeks in one day. Um, it wasn't that much earlier, but he came on March 27th. He wasn't due until April 30th. Okay. So the reason of this being was, um, well, first when I found out I was pregnant, I found out with my mom, <laughs> Literally, I thought that I had pneumonia again, and we went to the hospital. Hold on one second.
I really hope, okay, I really hope you was not able to hear me blow my nose like that. But these allergies, honey, I just had to. But, um, dang, where did I leave off? Okay. So I went to the hospital. Um, I thought that I had pneumonia again. And so we get in there and, you know, they do the blood work. They take your pee, of course, and you're waiting. And so, um, me and my mom just sitting there. She just more so ready for me to get it over with so she can get home, go to sleep, go to work. <laughs> um, so we can get the medicines. You know, do we know the process at this point. At this point, we go to the hospital, tell the doctors what to do, tell the doctors what we need. And they listen. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this particular time, the doctor comes in and he's like, um, <laughs> I can't do any x-rays on you. And we all just looking like, all right, so why, why you can't do any x-rays? He's like, because you're pregnant. And he's like all smiling and happy. He's like, is this your first baby? I'm I'm like, I can't tell y'all what I really said. But <laughs> in my head, I'm like, sir, I'm 16. You asking me, is this my first? Is this my first, my first pregnancy? <laughs> like, yes, sir. This this is most certainly my first pregnancy. All right. So the backstory to that is. I went to the hospital thinking I'm having pneumonia because I'm having chest pains, shortness of breath, et cetera. But they're telling me I'm pregnant. But they're also not telling me that I don't have pneumonia. They're just telling me that they can't. I got to pick a side. You know what I'm saying? Like, you going to do what's best with this baby or you want to see how things go. All right. So, boom, bam, boom. Long story short, when he did say that, my mom just busted. She was like, WTF. Like, what the? And walked out like she was flabbergasted. And when she walked out, like she told everybody in a short time frame because we was not in the hospital that long. But baby, everybody just knew that I was just impregnated. <laughs> and <laughs> well, that's another conversation for another day and, and some more lessons. But let me let me stick to the topic. Stick stick to the subject. All right. So basically I went through that pregnancy. Um mild complications but towards that third um trimester it got really bad for me because clearly like we've been saying you know i know how i feel when i have pneumonia so i knew i had pneumonia i knew i was getting sick so my body began to get weak um my skin was like pale um and so it got to the point where i had to go to the hospital um and so they plugged me up to the machines and they was checking the baby's heart rate and stuff. And, you know, I'm just laying there like, you know, I've had pneumonia several times, but I was just weak. And, you know, it's just different because I was pregnant, too. So I just felt out of it. Um, and I looked out of it on top of that. So um, the doctors kept coming in and they tell me I was having contractions, but I still I've had two kids. And to this day. I still can't really pinpoint what a contraction is. Mind your business. That's my business. Just just, just listen. Let me vent. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so long story short, they told me I was having contractions, but that's not why he had to come early. So I guess after they was watching the monitor for a while, um, they came in and they was like, um, I want to do some tests um, on you, on the baby, to make sure, you know, that the feed is okay. Because at this point, they're more than sure that I have pneumonia. They're more than sure that there's nothing they can really do. But at this point, they just want to make sure that the baby is okay. Is okay because if if that's the issue with the baby, you know, then 
it's time to act or whatever, okay? And they kept telling me how um, I was at a stable week just in case something did have to happen, you know, he should be fine, blah, 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 et cetera. All right, so um, they came in and do, did these tests. Um, it, was, it was five different tests they had to do. Um, long story short, out of the five tests, um, they said that my son only passed one of them, okay? Um, and there was, again, like that, well, I guess it just goes back. I guess I've been like an empath all my life. I could just feel energy and feel, you know, emotions and stuff. So I think that's how I know when like certain doctors were scared or when they thought I was going to die and didn't really want to tell me I was going to die or something like that. But that was definitely one of those moments <laughs> because um, that man was looking at me like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to, you know, panic you, but uh, uh, we got to get you into surgery immediately. All right, so um, I'll be honest. At that point, I was scared. <laughs> I finally got scared because, <laughs> like, I'm already 16 and pregnant. Not only am I 16 and pregnant, I'm 16 and pregnant by myself. Like, no doctor's visits, no no nothing, no no contact, no just, just out here pregnant by myself. <laughs> and, you know, and possibly you know, might be ready to lose myself or my child. Okay. Um, so I do remember in that moment, like, I do remember in that moment, um, like, you know, just praying to God. And I was just like, more so I was just saying to him that, you know, I've been here for a while. I mean, I know at 16, I haven't lived my life, but I'm like, I didn't experience this. So, I mean, at that moment, like, I made a decision that if it came down to it, I was just like, God, keep my keep my child. Um, rather than me, let him get a start. And so that was just the energy that I had behind it because I wasn't sure if I was going to wake back up. But I did wake back up, okay? Um... And I literally just left it to God. That was that wasn't much I could do. Um, just you know, um, and I just feel like for somebody, like I'm not saying like you know it wasn't cancer. I know people have fought different things and overcame different things. But if you've ever had, <laughs> you know, like pneumonia to the point where you had to be hospitalized or you couldn't breathe, and you know that like it's not something that you want to experience you know, like all the time. And it was like, just a constant repeat of it. But I say all this to say that, like, I could have let all that just stop me. I could have let, I could have gave up. I could have, you know, I just, I just could have made the situation worse. And I just want people to know that, you know, regardless of what you face, you know, just keep pushing. If you have faith in yourself, if you know you're in your purpose, then continue to work towards your purpose. Don't let your past, don't let your present determine your future okay you are in control and you can manifest you know whatever it is you want in your life you can pray for it you can manifest it, whatever term you want to use because i'm i'm not here to judge nobody okay um and i also said this to say you just have to overcome battles and you have to overcome obstacles okay they're going to always be there. And as far as my asthma and 
the reoccurring pneumonia. Um, like I said, it's been a few years since I've had those type of issues. But um, things that I've changed, um, I say when I started, when I turned about like 21, 22, I used to drink a lot of alkaline water. Um, I was trying to, you know, be healthy. I always drank a lot of water, but I tried to make sure it was alkaline. Then later on, I switched from alkaline to spring water, okay? So I drank a lot of spring water. Um, and not only that, I began, um, I've also began taking sea moss, okay? Um, I've been taking sea moss for a while now. That makes a big difference. Um, I barely even get colds, um, <laughs> let alone pneumonia. You know, I'm not saying it can't happen, but since I've made these changes, um, I'm not on any type of medication for my asthma. I'm supposed to be taking, well, at least have a rescue inhaler or something close by. I don't have that. Um, I don't use any of that. Um, I don't use anything that was prescribed to me. <laughs> no medications unless it's spring water <laughs> or sea moss. Um, and not only sea moss, I also do herbal teas. Um, I'm also getting into like holistic healing, um, fresh fruits, um, trying to get on an alkaline diet. So like, I mean, that's just the stuff that I've taken, um, to try to make a difference. And like I said, I haven't seen a, I haven't experienced those same problems since I've made some of those changes. And yes, I do have some more changes to make, but if you have another day, if, if God has given you another day after a day that you thought you wasn't going to make it please make the best of it that means that it's not over yet it means that you still have something to do it means you still have someone to be there for it means you still have someone to teach to you still have someone to guide you still have someone to uplift you still have someone to love okay and i hope that you all enjoyed this this is different this is it um we didn't even hear too much of the music but But yes, if you do hear me um, snotting, I guess, I feel like I'm congested. Like I feel it all in my nose and my head. So my sinuses is getting the best of me. But I was led to share this amongst other things. Um, this is just, I guess this is the start. This is the beginning. And we'll see where the rest goes. <laughs>